0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We still don't know what those FBI raids were for, but they took place all across the city. FBI Indianapolis, 10 different raids going on. Seems to be based on a large scale drug investigation. Fox 59 with the reporting. So you had FBI, Indiana State Police, SWAT teams, IMPD officers, 11 locations across the city arresting more than 10 people. Does that mean 11 people? Why not just tell me how many uh, people? Narcotics trafficking, stolen guns, unsolved murders, non-fatal shootings. You know, it's I am not one of the people who takes every moment to to bash the FBI. That is different than whether or not the FBI should indeed be bashed. Whether the FBI does indeed fail on a regular basis. And the FBI failures make it harder for us to accept them as a group of people that we can trust. Now, I have gone to great pains and great lengths to make uh, sure that there is a difference between the fbi leadership the fbi brass and the field agents but when you see this report about larry nasser and it's i got to admit it is a story i did not cover much i left it to the news guys uh, on the morning show uh, because what what am i going to say here is a doctor for usa gymnastics for women's gymnastics girls gymnastics And he is abusing all of these girls. Uh, What else besides throwing up was I going to discuss? What other commentary was I going to bring to the thing? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter. At Tony Katz. Go to TonyKatz.com. Get the podcast and support the show. Greatly appreciate it. I didn't know what else I was supposed to say except, holy crap. This is diseased. 119-page report issued by the FBI Inspector General discusses how the FBI office in Indianapolis mishandled the first reports that NASA was abusing young gymnasts and mishandled the application that followed. Quote, Failed to respond to the Nassar allegations with the utmost seriousness and urgency they deserved and required. Well, it's one thing to say. That we heard these reports, we didn't have enough information on the reports, we didn't exactly follow up with uh, the, the tenacity that we could have with the reports, that would be one thing. But the report says the FBI failed to notify state and local authorities of sexual abuse allegations, and once they became public, the Inspector General saying that the FBI officials in India did not take responsibility for their failures and provided incomplete and inaccurate information in an FBI internal investigation to make it appear that they had diligently worked the case. Who goes to jail? You see, the first part, you can almost say, look, okay, there are these allegations, there are these girls. Uh, look, we're going to take a look. We're just going to see what's going on. But everyone just take a breath. You, you could see it. I'm not saying it's right, but I could I could see it. I could, I could have accepted such a thing. But now you know you failed and so you tried to cook the books to make it seem like you were there when you were not, you had done interviews when you didn't, you followed procedure when you didn't. Who goes to jail? How is this not the question? How is this not the key question being asked? Now what I remember most about the Nasser case is that sentencing. and. I gotta tell you, I, you you won't get me to to uh, say a kind word about Nasser. You also won't get me to say a kind word about the judge. She was nasty as can be, and the more I've thought about it, because I played some of her comments like, "Holy cow!" Uh, I uh, just sentence and move on, and save your personality for someone else. Judges, you want personality? Get yourself a radio show. That's that's what I did. that that was my my the extent of which i i had covered the story i want to know now who goes to jail it's not an it's not enough for the fbi to put out a statement saying that this was inexcusable and a discredit to this organization who gets fired Because we're not discussing the problem that could have happened at the first. A problem that we the people could have said, yeah, you guys got to take these things more seriously. Right from word go. Cover-ups, people have to get fired. That's how it has to be. Because if no one gets fired from the FBI, what does it matter? Just do a cover-up. There's nothing wrong with it. Even if you get caught, it's no big deal. And don't you think I know I'm talking to FBI agents who listen to the show? I absolutely get it. What do you want me to say? Well, you're FBI agents, so I won't say anything. Why well, am I afraid? Screw you. Cover-ups get people fired. Wait, no, no, that's not strong enough. You go to jail, and you get fired, and you lose your pension. You get nothing when you engage a cover-up. I don't know how we can see it any other way. I don't know how we're supposed to focus any other way on this subject. Meanwhile, if you checked your bank account, you may have gotten $250 a child. Producer Ari, very upset he doesn't have children yet. Dude. Right? Could have had 250 per. Seven kids? You'd be swimming in cash. Swimming in it, Producer Ari. Honestly, tell me this isn't your plan, that you want the government to keep doing this so you can, have some, you can be investing that money. The more kids I have, the more likely it is one of them makes it big in Hollywood. Right. It's good to have a plan. $15 billion in payments sent out to families of nearly 60 million children. Direct deposit or by check. If your kids are six and under, you'll get $300 a kid each month. If they're over six and older, right? No, under six and six and older. Under six, 300. Un, over six. Six and older, I should say. 250 to age uh, 17. So that's what you're going to get. It's not a tax credit. It is cash that is deposited or a check that is written to you. Phases out for families above 150000 for for married couples filing jointly or 112,000 for single parents who file as house, head of household. And then I'll start uh phasing out. Look, if you ask me if I'm okay with this, the answer is of course I'm not okay with this. In no way am I okay with this. Because if we think if we think that it's been difficult to hire people now, it's about to become more difficult and everybody i talk to everywhere i go the signs are still up in restaurants i think we were kind of early to the conversations uh but the signs are still up be patient when you're in a restaurant they don't have the staff uh I, so i i was discussing yesterday i flew out to vegas for this uh cigar conference and i went with the guy you know eat drink smoke the cigar and bourbon show i do i host with fingers malloy and so he flew out the day before me because he's a degenerate gambler and he had to go and 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 blow some cash. He taught me how to play video poker. You know, you know what I learned? Uh, I should not be playing video poker. It's exactly what I learned. And so, so he heads out. He's a little early for his flight. He's like, guy ah, in the airport. Harry and Izzy's. I go to Harry and Izzy's. I'll get myself a a a, 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 a little steak sandwich, a little French dip, a little love, everything. Uh, Everything will be great. 10 to 6. 10 to 6. Early evening, right? Perfect time for dinner. Shows up. They're closing. As he tells the story, he's sitting there. Palms out like, what? 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 And the manager says to him, it's all we can do to get one shift together. And at that moment, what are you supposed to say? And this isn't. By the way, I, I should say, I, while I'm a huge fan of the Indianapolis airport, um, it looks terrible. You walk through that airport, everything is closed. The Starbucks in that main courtyard is not open. They moved to the other location, right? They used to have the kiosk and they moved to its own location. They're not open. They they wherever the whatever they had there on the side, it's now got I think it's got the Madame C.J. Walker things on it, which is really cool. Artwork, but whatever that's supposed to be isn't open. There are the Tinker Coffee, not yet open. Shapiro's uh, the Deli has not been open in in a couple times recently that I've been at the airport. Toomey and, and some of the other stores, not open. By the way, I love Toomey stuff. Oh, do I love Toomey stuff. It's the, the luggage people. They'd be a fantastic sponsor. An amazing sponsor. I just want to say that out loud. Airport looks bad, and, and I... I would love to say to the airport, you got to get some of these stores open. You, it, it, it looks ridiculous when you head in there. It's a ghost town. It's, it, 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 it feels off. But I don't know what they're supposed to do if if these businesses can't find the people to work. And how many more people can you find not to work when you have... Another, you know, two hundred fifty, five hundred, seven fifty, whatever, three hundred, six hundred, whatever it is, going to people's homes, giving them more ability to stay home. Indiana having to send more of those uh, enhanced uh, unemployment benefits out. H- how do you build anything? And the problem is this will teach people that this is somehow a valuable system, something that should be done. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, the government just takes care of it. Look, 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 we we proved it, they proved we could do it. We'll just keep this going. This will really help people. Doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help a damn soul. Doesn't help anyone. Now, when you take a look at the uh, unemployment numbers, they were 360,000 weekly jobless claims. So that's what Wall Street was expecting. So the total amount of people receiving benefits was just over 14 million. So that's less than half of where it was a year ago. So people are going back. And oddly enough, as CNBC reports it, New York has had strong hiring. But it's not what we're seeing across the board. It's not what we're seeing in people's everyday lives. People who run construction, people who run retail, people who run hospitality. They're not seeing it better, but nowhere near where it should be. And I, I cannot wait to see how we calculate the amount of dollars left on the table. Because we didn't have the people who can service uh, those who wanted to pay. And that's just those industries. I haven't even gotten to manufacturing, like, for example, in automobiles. Best of luck finding a new car. And we talked about prices uh, earlier. The price of everything is up. The price of a used car is up 49.5%. While the price of milk is up 5.6%. Everything's gone up. And some things are going up because of those are inflationary uh, pushes. And some things are going up because you don't have the people to make the things, to be able to sell the things, and supply and demand is real. Very, very real. And the government's not helping, sending out more and more checks. Why work when, you know, you can just sit at home? That's been the argument. Now, if you say to me, who's really sitting at home for this? The answer is more people than you think. And that's when you start really understanding how problematic this all is. With right now, unfortunately, no end in sight. And I wish there was. David French, critical race theory, and how could somebody get it so wrong? That story is up next. I'm Tony Katz. You got to work hard to get it this wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with taking a look at something someone has uh, written and giving it a read and saying, hey, I agree with that, even if they are to have a different ideology than you. You could think, someone could say something that you agree with. And I don't think you should ever be afraid of saying, hey, I know they think differently than I do, but I agree with what they're saying here. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. But in the case of David French, he has gone down a different road. And this is the conversation of conservatives who believe that they are saving conservatism and the great mistake made by the Never Trumper. So David French was with National Review and I've read stuff he's written in National Review and I I, I liked it. I didn't agree with all of it, but I liked it. And then when uh, Trump came into into the scene, of course, people became Never Trump and he was one of them. And Bill Kristol, who used to be a conservative stalwart and now is just... Well, here's the thing. He was a conservative stalwart. But the problem is is that conservative stalwarts meant being invited on all the Sunday shows, espousing uh, principles but not being able to engage any action, and accepting the fact that they were going to lose. I have managed to remain a conservative without giving up my soul in the world of Trump. How is that possible? I don't know. I'm normal just like you but these guys couldn't accept that couldn't believe that couldn't handle that could you imagine that the President of the United States could actually get them to change who they are I didn't change my conservatism because of Barack Obama as a matter of fact I found myself more enamored of of, of the value system they're in not perfect but where where I lean and where I lay Anyway, David French, in, in his never Trump capacity, went off with Jonah Goldberg to start writing something called the Dispatch, and he's 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 got a history, he's got a he's got a pedigree, but he doesn't seem like a fighter in the in the written word. I don't know if he'd be a fighter for for a principle and for a value. I don't know if he's willing to punch back against progressives who want to destroy you. And so he sees this piece over at um Time Magazine, time.com, and it's called the conservative case against banning critical race theory. The conservative case against banning critical race theory. Well, some people have discussed the fact that you shouldn't ban it because it's it's a free speech issue, and I can appreciate such a thing. I don't necessarily agree, but I can appreciate such a thing. And he just he retweets it and he says this is excellent. Now, when I tell you the conservative case against banning critical race theory. You assume that a conservative has come, put pen to paper and said, here, here's an idea. But it was written, this piece, by someone named Aziz Huk, H-U-K, teaches at the University of Chicago Law School. What I learned, I didn't even do the research. All I had to do was w- wait for Christopher Rufo. Huk is a former staffer for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a columnist for The Nation, which is a far left-leaning news outlet, and a donor to Hillary Clinton. So I ask you, is this somebody who can write the conservative case against banning critical race theory? Here's how I view it. This is a propaganda piece that was given a headline that was meant to confuse the reader. It lies to the reader about the the point of view, and to help set narrative. You don't teach people that to hate is good. You should ban that. It's not good to hate. I can't teach people not to hate, or I can't force them not to hate, but I certainly don't have to allow it to be taught in the schools. I know I shared it earlier but you know when I was talking about how prices are up everywhere uh, I I mean it, it don't think that it's just me saying it or me trying to you know in, invoke any level of fear this is this is the people at CNN sharing the bad news If I could properly share things right I I would share it with you just Go for it Yeah, honor. sticker shock is real and it's getting worse. Consumer prices in June were up by more than 5%. That's the fastest annual rate that we've seen since 2008. And if you exclude food and energy, prices surged by the most since 1991. Now, let me give you a few real world examples of the kinds of uh, price hikes that we're talking about. Prices for used cars up 45% over the past 12 months. That means a used car that was $20,000 a year ago is now fetching twenty nine thousand dollars. Washing machines up twenty nine percent over the past year. Another big one is airfare, up twenty five percent over the past year. That means a four hundred dollar flight in twenty twenty is now costing five hundred dollars on it. Now those are our big ticket items and, and over and, the and, past and, oh, year sorry. and specialty items. But you get into the other ones. Our furniture is up eight point six percent. So, you might need something in your home. Bacon is up 8.4%. Fruit is up 7.3%. Shoes are up 6.5%. Fresh fish up 6.4%. Milk up 5.6%. Prices hitting a 13-year high. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. I mean, it's fun to point at the used cars up 45%, although I will, I've, I've been looking still. And I think they're starting to come down a little bit. That's my take. But you you take, you go buy uh, car lots, there are no cars on the lot. There, there's nothing there. Car rentals are up 87.7%. Which I didn't know until I, I was on uh, vacation. I was in Arizona, I was in Sedona for, for a week, and we, we rented a car. We weren't going to originally, but we decided, okay, we're going to rent a car. And we had a pretty easy time with it. I thought the price was fine. Man, overheard stories and looking around, there, there were no there were no rental cars around. We're, we don't even know how it worked out so well for us. Maybe people don't go to Arizona in June, and so we were in the right place at the right time. But all these things bacon, fruit, shoes, fish, milk this is what affects us and the pocketbook daily and forces us to make choices. Hard, hard, hard choices. That's what we're looking at. That's what Americans are dealing with all across the country. This isn't just, oh, wow, prices are up. This is the kind of stuff that if Donald Trump were president would be 24-7. Never mind gas prices. You're paying an extra buck. Gas is up 45.1%. A dollar or more per gallon. I, when I was at this, this this cigar trade show and I was discussing whether or not the cigar smoker remains at the level they're at. So, so follow what has happened here because this might be true of other industries. Um, cigars went up over $1.3 billion in 2020. Higher than normal huge year for cigars and the reason is is that people were home they were home there were no commutes they had time between meetings so instead of smoking one cigar or two cigars a week they went to one cigar or two cigars a day that's what happened and by the way, you can talk to me about uh, health all you will. There are no studies from the FDA or anywhere else that, has, uh, that shows serious issues between cigar smoking and health. It's much different than cigarette smoking. You can discuss certain things regarding uh, certain mouth cancers, things like that, because it is a nicotine product or a tobacco product, I should say. Uh, but you don't have any of the connections that you have with cigarette smoking. It's one of the worst misnomers in the world. It's crazy. But people do it on purpose because they just want to, you know, ban things that, that you love and enjoy. So when I was speaking to people, one of the questions was, can this keep up? Can this last? Because just like in other industries, they've had supply problems. They're trying to figure out they have this much more demand. They're trying to figure out what the future is going to be. So what are they planting in terms of the tobacco crop in places like, like, like Nicaragua and places like the Dominican? And then what are they getting? And the factories are back ordered, And What are they going to get? And then what happens when they get it? And then uh, the, the 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 need has slowed down. And what do they do with the stock? And that affects pricing and a series of things. And I was discussing with one uh, manufacturer, one of the guys. That you take a look at the gas tax, and you're paying an extra $20 for your tank. That's $80 a month. For some people, that's their cigar budget. And they kind of... They kind of laughed it off. What I think they meant is look, if the choice is between a cigar and putting gas in your car, put gas in your car. But it, they, they, they kind of took it from, from the place of, you know, if, uh, if, if that's your only cigar budget, you know, you're not, you're not really smoking. That's the wrong take. The issue is if you're spending more money on gas, you're not spending money on the other things and you buy cigars locally from a shop, from a mom and pop shop, a small business. If you can't afford that cigar a week or you're reducing by a cigar a week or two, that $20, and a 100 people are doing the same, that cigar shop has a problem. And so does, well name the industry when you pay more for the basics you have less for the luxury items That's 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 101. that's 101 so yes these things like the rising gas prices affect many other things and one of the other stories out there that i love is uh came out of the out of the new york post and I do love me and I do adore a story uh, about the Second Amendment, especially when we find out it's sticking around. And now, another Second Amendment success story. You don't sing a sign when you shoot someone. On Tony Catch Today. This is the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. Striking down a law that has been on the books for 53 years and it prevented uh, firearms dealers from selling handguns or ammunition to adults under the age of 21. That was ruled unconstitutional. This is out of Richmond, Virginia, Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, overturning a Virginia federal judge's ruling that upheld the federal gun control act. U.S. Circuit Judge Julius Richardson, in his ruling, saying, when do constitutional rights vest? At 18 or 21? 16 or 25? Why not 13 or 33? In the law, a line must sometimes be drawn. But there must be a reason why constitutional rights cannot be enjoyed until a certain age. Our nation's most cherished constitutional rights vest no later than 18. And the Second Amendment's right to keep and bear arms is no different. These are the same people who want you to be able to vote at sixteen. My argument is if you need to be twenty one to purchase a firearm, you need to be twenty one to vote. I argue you should have to be twenty five to vote. You don't have the capacity to vote at the at the age of uh, at the age of, of, of eighteen. No, 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 no. Twenty five to vote. It's far more you are far more dangerous with a vote than with a firearm. History has shown this. Oh, every time I say that, I know I'm going to get emails. Oh, Tony. Uh, uh, Yeah. And this, this, this is me not even beginning to worry about your nonsense. The vote has done more damage than the firearm. The firearm has reversed some of that damage. It's a great decision and an important one. And you see the continued movement from people on trying to do away with with the Second Amendment. I played for you the insanity, the insanity from Keith Olbermann, didn't I? I shared this yesterday. I know I did. It's worth sharing again because he's out of his head. Keith Olbermann is out of his mind in this idea Uh, that the Second Amendment doesn't mean that you get to own a weapon. He's talking about Major League Baseball and how somebody was found with firearms not too far from the All-Star game. Second Amendment to the Constitution, and ask yourself this question: Why doesn't the Second Amendment have the word "own" in it? Why does it not say the right to own guns or an synonym for own? Why does it just say a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed? Keep and bear, not own. Keep doesn't mean own. Bear doesn't mean own. Yet by the same kind of logic that made lots of us breathe sighs of relief, because maybe nobody meant to shoot up the fans at the All-Star game, our nation has been covered neck high in this b**** that the Second Amendment makes gun ownership not only legal but sacrosanct. Gun ownership is sacrosanct. I can't, I can't begin to tell you, Keith, how little I care about you and your thoughts and your observations. But the First Amendment is sacrosanct too, I'm willing to fight you in the streets over the Second Amendment. What do you have? I mean, actually fight you in the streets over the Second Amendment. What kind of crazy are you engaged in here? You fool! By the way, I was looking for definitions. Um, uh, so, so keep means to retain in one's possession or or, or, or or power, right? And I think if you look to synonyms of of, of keep and bear, it was, uh, own is is one of the synonyms. But neither here nor there. Why in the world would we pay attention to a guy as ignorant as Keith Olbermann who doesn't think that the Second Amendment is sacrosanct? Of course it is. Of course it is. Willing to fight him in the streets. Meanwhile, I've got a very disgusting story about a door dasher. And Pitbull is making sense on Cuba, far more so than anybody in the Biden administration. Those stories up next. I'm Tony Katz. So this disgusting video shows a DoorDasher. And I've used DoorDash and have had what I think was great success with it. I don't think I've ever had a problem. I've used Grubhub and those services. So here's a DoorDasher delivering food to a cop. Creates a video uh, showing him running his hands all through the food. And a note that says hope that blank tastes good bitch and then um created a video saying i uh, you know i dream or like writing a caption i dreamed of moments like this god you've been so good to me i don't know how to repay you god has been so good to you that you're you this this is this is what you're doing this is this is who you are Hey, I don't like cops because I was taught not to like cops. So I'm going to go try and basically poison their food. That's um. That's messed up. That is very gross. And it's got to make someone wonder what, what you can trust and what you can't. Do I now have to question it? Guy on the radio, someone might know who I am. Do I now have to question when I place an order whether or not it's been, you know, screwed with? Gosh, I hope not. Now, as for the Store Dasher, 20 years in jail. 20 years. <laughs> I don't think that's going to fly. 20 years, no possibility of parole. You do the full 20 got it. got to make an example, producer. Sorry. I listen, I you shouldn't be messing with other people's food. I'm just not sure the jury's going to go for 20 years, man. Then the jury has to go to jail for 20 years. There I uh, spoken. I'll solve the problem. So I'm just I, all I'm trying to do All I'm trying to do is solve the problem. Meanwhile, speaking of solving problems, Pitbull's the only guy making sense. I was sharing that audio earlier. I'm talking about the musician and uh he's the only one making sense on Cuba stating quite clearly these people are fighting for freedom Cubans are fighting for freedom and we gotta be there with them we gotta stand up we take it for granted we need to help them get it and as people have been noting um he's certainly more clear and more focused than anybody in the Biden administration the Biden administration won't even admit there's an issue they won't they won't engage the idea that you've got the problem with communism they won't do it they refuse to do it Is Biden going to speak out against communism? Well, not at this time. Not at this time. There's never a moment where an American president should not be discussing the evils of communism. 24-7, 365, it should be a bedtime story to America. How could you not? What else do you have to do if you're not sharing that the problem is is his party is really into it I mean that's his problem his party is into it they love it this is what Bernie Sanders wants and adores those throwbacks to how Bernie Sanders was praising Fidel Castro you know how he totally transformed the society to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They forgot that he educated the kids, gave them health care. Totally. Educated and gave them health care, and then imprisoned them and forced them to do things or killed them otherwise. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Go to TonyKatz.com. Tomorrow, everyone.